If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast with Steelers Digest editor Bob Labriola. Okay, Coach, if my accounting is correct, playing on a Thursday night cuts preparation time for the game almost in half. One thing that's always a part of your work week is combing through the previous game. So is that comb through with the whole team something that has to be sacrificed? No doubt. Um, you know, it's important within the smaller groups, within the unit, that, that you address any issues that need to be corrected that could impact this next performance, things that could be used as development of a plan. Um, and so it, you know, the meaty things, the significant things are addressed and adjustments made, but it's not combed through in the way um, that you would particularly comb through a second game of a season. Um, in a short week, time is just not uh, afforded in, in that area. And so you got to make some um major sacrifices and obviously um, preparation things relative to the next one uh, go to the top of the line. So then generally in terms of the workflow on a short week like this one, your uh, procedure would be to eliminate some things rather than try and do everything but shorten it all. Yeah, um, and then not necessarily eliminate um, things in terms of menu things, but Boy, you better you better weigh certain things more than others, and make sure those things get addressed appropriately, um, like situational plays, red zone short yardage, possession down plays, uh, planning in those areas. Um, you don't get a chance to do everything, and particularly you don't get a chance to do everything uh, in the manner in which makes us all comfortable, coaches and players, in terms of preparedness and having that feel of being able to go in and play fast. But you better have those things, those boxes checked relative to the significant plays, the weighty plays, the weighty moments. So some of the repetitions might be have to be shortened. It's not a might about it. Um, you know, they are. Um, and so much of the physical work that you do on a short week it are situational moments. Uh, during a game, when a pass play is sent to the quarterback, does the play call itself dictate where the ball should go or where the quarterback should first be looking to throw the ball, or is it a situation where the quarterback first has to read the coverage and then make his decisions? It's all of the above. Um, there are complexities to the discussion. Um, sometimes you could have an alert within a concept saying if you see a certain look, the ball goes here. Sometimes there's a natural progression within a concept, and obviously what the defense is doing oftentimes dictates the progression, the side of the field that you're working, et cetera. And so um, it sounds complex, but it all comes together. There's a myriad of variables, uh, but usually it pushes you through a process that's pretty fluid. Okay, a little football 101. 
uh, when a defense is said to be in single high, what's that mean? It, it means that they got one high safety and they got another safety allocated toward the run game or closer to the line of scrimmage. Um, and so oftentimes that's associated with, with run-stopping structure. And when you have two safeties high with both safeties back deep, um, oftentimes that's two deep or quarters, and that's associated with pass-dominant structures. Okay, single high. What can an offense do to take advantage of that defensive alignment? Everything. I mean, you're not reduced in any way in terms of what you're capable of doing offensively. Obviously, um, there's a structure that makes it uh, more difficult to run the football, but there there are mechanisms that the offense has in place to minimize that. You run the ball one direction, you block the guy furthest away from the ball on the other side, and things of that nature if you want to run the ball into that structure. And so in today's game, uh, I'm not going to pretend like that structure can dictate to offenses what they do. Um, it just requires some coordination and planning when when running on the beach, as we say, meaning throwing the ball in the two high or running the ball in the one high. But flip it around. I mean, when an offense sees that, do they lick their chops and say, we can do this against this? Not necessarily so because by the same token on defenses, defenses know when they're in single high, they're subject to get passing game and so there's adjustments in those single highs it's just so many complexities in the game at this level maybe if you were watching a little league football game you would see that level of purity in that discussion but at this level um it's so many complexities to it if everyone has lemonade stands i think we can do it these inspiring words were expressed by alex scott the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure in honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for Lemonade Days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. In your review of the game against New England at your news conference, you said, I thought we had one-on-one playmaking opportunities, particularly in open space with some of our receivers against defensive backs. We didn't get that done. What were you referring to there? Um, just when you get, you know, they're a man-dominant team. They're a single-high team. McCourty's in the middle of the field. We talked about it going into the game. And so um, there were going to be some one-on-one opportunities, and we didn't get enough of them. We didn't take enough of them. And so that's what I was simply referring to is not in any particular moment. I just know that under those circumstances, oftentimes chunk plays, which flip field positions, which produce scoring drives and things of that nature, are often comprised of of drives that have those type, type plays in it. Usually in the NFL, there's not a whole lot of instances of receivers running by defensive backs because, you know, everybody has speed in the league. So how do receivers get open deep in this league? They run by defensive backs. Now, um, they run by them in different ways. Um, it's not always, you know, pedigree versus pedigree. Sometimes it's, you know, it's intellect. It's, um, it's stemming. It's stuttering. It's um, how they run their routes. Sometimes it's looks um, that the offenses provide um, that, that are dominant in one area. And then um, the vertical route concept is a change-up. Sometimes it's circumstantial. Um, you run the ball repeatedly on third down and one and people are ready for run and you have a hardcore play pass and you end up behind people. And so um, receivers do routinely run by DBs um, week in and week out in the National Football League, but it's not 
that pure pedigree foot race that you think it is, is, is involving some other variables. Mitch Trubisky said that he could look to throw to George Pickens more. Uh, in the first two games of the season, have the Bengals or Patriots done anything specifically to minimize Pickens as a down-the-field option? No, no. Um, they, they've done what they do, um, particularly if you're talking about a particular receiver getting attention. Deontay's the guy over the course of the first couple of games that's probably gotten additional attention based on the fact he's a 100-plus catch guy a year ago. Um, and that's usually how things go in the National Football League. Pickens is going to have to put some plays on tape to garner that type of attention and not in preseason football. Uh, at one point during your news conference, you said in an answer to a question related to the performance of the offense, I don't know if significant changes are what's required. What would you have to be seeing that might convince you to consider significant changes? When we're not in the right neighborhood. You know, uh, we're in the right neighborhood. We might be knocking on the wrong doors. What I mean is um, the difference between success and failure are small things. And, and it's understanding. It's cohesion. Um, it's playmaking. Um when it's things of that nature, when it's a, a small number of tangible things that you can point to, um, then you proceed and you continue to grow and develop. Uh, when it's multiple things, when it's popcorn, um, then that's a different suggestion or a different story. What I'm seeing to this point are singular, tangible, um, minute things. And so that just tells you to keep your head down, uh, have a certain re- collective resolve about your approach to business in spite of outcome, in spite of outside noise or what have you, and get better. What does the use of tempo do to help an offense? Um, It does a lot of things. It quells a crowd. um, It catches a defense off balance, maybe uh, lacking snap readiness. And so it could be something that reduces a rush if a defensive lineman isn't coiled and ready for action. Uh, It limits communication, which, which is a result of collective understanding Oftentimes, one guy could recognize a formation structure if he's afforded an opportunity. Hey, watch this. Watch that. And so now the defense is collectively ready. Uh, pace reduces those things. Um, pace between plays, meaning um, keeping a unit on the field from like second to third down, can reduce defensive specialization. Uh, certain personnel packages, which makes a defense more diverse, you can minimize that by pacing from second to third down, which is a common occurrence in the NFL these days. You have said that the use of tempo is scheduled into the game plan. Uh, What factors are in play when deciding tempo within a game? Just the things we were just talking about. It's a myriad of factors and a myriad of different circumstances, and it's utilized in different ways. It's a a versatile tool. Um, And so, you know, in a game like this, obviously it could be used to quell the crowd, uh, that's why oftentimes visiting teams work in no huddle. Um, you know, it kind of, you know, when you break the huddle, it kind of signals the crowd to, to to pick it up. And so uh, that's why oftentimes, you know, visiting teams work in no huddle, for instance. Um, there's just so many, so many um, components of that discussion. It can be. It can be. Um, there's just, there's a myriad of, of ways that, that pace or the use of pace is a discussion in today's game. What did you see in DeMarvin Leal either during training camp or the preseason that led you to give him a chance as a rush end following the injury to T.J. Watt? You know, much like uh, much like Kenny Pickett, man, once we start getting into stadiums, you just saw a rapid growth and development um, in, his, in his play and his understanding. Oftentimes these guys just need to get an t- in-stadium taste 
of NFL and like, oh, yeah, I belong here. <laughs> oh, it's 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 like they said it was in practice, or you know, um, those two guys in particular, um, you felt an increased maturation and increased development. Uh, in their games and a more consistency in their games once we started stepping into stadiums. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, who will start uh, tonight for the Browns uh, at quarterback, he's now with his fourth different team, which could indicate he's lacking some important ingredients to be a starting quarterback in the league. But the fact he's now in his seventh NFL season indicates teams believe he has attributes. What are Brissett's attributes? You know, he, he has unbelievable intangibles. Anybody that's ever been around him, um, says that about him. He's an unbelievably hard worker. He's a smart guy. He's a natural leader. Um, that was said about him when he came out of college. Um, like Ryan Fitzpatrick is another example of a guy that played for a lot of teams, maybe seven or eight teams over the course of his career, um, said similar things about him. This is a highly competitive business and game, and, and oftentimes a guy working for multiple teams is viewed as a negative, and I just don't necessarily view it as such. This is a highly competitive league. Uh, the fact that multiple teams want to do business with them oftentimes means that the guy has some really good qualities about him beyond what you see on tape. Um, and, and so I think he falls into that category. I think Tyrod Taylor falls into that category. There are a lot of quarterbacks um, who have made a career of, of being a guy that that is a bridge guy in some form or fashion for an organization. I think Cleveland Browns thoughtfully went out and selected him knowing that they were looking at some some potential issues as they moved forward uh, with Watson and so forth. And um, I, I know that he has the type of intangibles. Brian Flores is on our staff. Um, he was a member of the Miami Dolphins, and, and that was a firsthand accounting of some of, some of the things that he brings to the table. Um, and that's why guys like him are, are doing business with people, and people are, are glad to do business with him. In terms of their running styles, do Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt complement each other, or are they just two of the same guys that they alternate? Uh, they're one and one A. Um, they 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 have their own styles. There's some differences, but um, I don't know that the play selection changes. Um, you know, Nick Chubb's got 76 plays, I think, on the season. Hunt's got 74. Um, that probably just reflects um, uh, their usage and 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 how both are a significant component of what they do, man. That's the most important position on their football team, and and that's probably the best running back tandem in the National Football League. That's the Mike Tomlin Game Day Podcast. Subscribe and download new episodes every week, and check out all of the other shows we have to offer on the Steelers Podcast Network that's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for Lemonade Days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. 
Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.